Sponsor for The Shepherd's Crook this month is Crown Brew Coffee Company. Crown Brew Coffee believes that a great cup of coffee can build a great community. Their founders fell in love with coffee while serving in the mission field and started bringing different coffees back with them from around the world. As their love for coffee deepened, they began to study and understand how to prepare it intentionally with manual brewing techniques and other unique methods. Crown Brew started by being transparent with the brewing process and techniques to empower people to make better coffee at home. Now they have a cafe that specializes in craft brews and education that attracts a diverse community of patrons. Plus, all of Crown Brew's coffee is fair trade, meaning that farmers producing these amazing beans are being taken care of. If you want to learn more about their story, the craft coffee industry, or get your hands on some incredible beans, stop by crownbrewcoffee.com to check them out. Or if you're in Carterville, Illinois, they would love to make you a delicious cup of coffee in their shop and share their story. Welcome to the Shepherd's Crook Podcast. The Shepherd's Crook exists to provide care, counsel, and resources for pastors. You can get more information at theshepherdscrook.co. My name is Jared Sparks, and I'm a pastor. Come alongside other pastors, reminding them of the chief pastor. Well, I can't hardly believe it. This is the Shepherd's Crook Podcast, episode 50. Episode 50. We've been almost doing this for a year now. I can't hardly believe it. But uh, God's been faithful and it's been a lot of fun. And today, on this episode, I want to talk to you about missional humility. Missional humility. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we need wisdom and direction. I thank you for the last 50 episodes or 49 episodes. And then with the interviews, just all the things and the content that we've been able to put out. And it's been a lot of fun. I'm thankful for this last year of being able to do the Shepherd's Crook. And as I move into another year, I'm just really thankful for the opportunity to be able to talk to people and to be able to write to people. And I just ask that you would continue to grow the Shepherd's Crook and that more and more pastors would receive help and be equipped and more and more churches would be helped and be equipped because of that. And Lord Jesus, I trust that you're going to lead today as I talk about missional humility. Help me to be humble as I talk about talk about this. And I trust God that you're going to. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, what do I mean by missional humility? I almost titled this Institutional Humility. you kind of understand why here in a little bit, but Missional Humility. Let me just explain what's a typical missional event for a church plant or a church, primarily attractional churches. We've seen these locally, and I've talked to some of the elders locally about about this event in particular, but this is a very common event that I've seen. You've seen it on the internet, Instagram, Facebook, wherever, in a church near you, I'm sure, where they have a certain service day, to a region or a city in which the church has all the same t-shirts on and they have a hashtag to be able to hashtag all the service events that they're doing during the day and they put it on Facebook or Instagram or whatever and there's a ton of really good things that go on during that day. I mean, different you know parks get help, different people get help, different organizations get served at and you know churches can do a lot of quote-unquote good in a community, especially if they're a large church, by having a specific serve day. And they can also involve a lot of their church members in doing this and invite their friends to come and serve and all that kind of stuff. And I think these kind of events are, are attractive for several reasons for churches because clearly you can do some things in the community. You can talk to community organizers or mayors or different things like that and get involved in the city. Ask them, hey, where can we bring some needed help that there may not be funding for right now, and the church can fill that need. And also, 
people in the church get to serve together. There's a lot of benefits to doing an event like that. And I think it's why a lot of churches are drawn to doing events like that. Uh, but also, there are you know, um, some church plants that just want to get their name out there and want to be seen and those sorts of things. And so they do these events. I really want to challenge events like that, hopefully in the best sort of way, by saying that there are some really good things that happen through those sorts of events. But if you're like me, there is something to events like that that you just can't put your finger on that just feels off. It just feels somewhat icky. There's something weird about it, and you've hesitated to say something about it, and you don't know if it's for right reasons or not that you want to say something about it, so you just kind of sit on it, and you feel weird about it. You don't know what to think, and I just want to give you some food for thought as you consider as you're pastoring or planting a church or thinking about missional endeavors. I just want to bring a soft challenge to those sorts of events, okay? And so I think there are two reasons that you can feel weird or off about events like that. Two reasons why they feel icky. Number one is jealousy over the attention that the church is getting and the people are getting. If you feel weird about missional events like that because you wish your church had that idea, or you wish you were the pastor that had that idea, or you wish it was your face going across Instagram and Facebook, or your church going across Instagram and Facebook, well then that's clearly wrong. There's something wrong with you. Okay, there's something you need to work through and repent of, and you don't need to be jealous of churches like that or people like that. There's no reason that jealousy is should be the, the main thing that makes you feel weird. But there's a second reason why people feel weird. And this I had to navigate for a long time to understand if this is number one or number two. And I've found the reason why I feel weird about service events like that. And, and you know, a lot of new church plants start off with a bang and do stuff like this. And invite other churches in, give them all their t-shirts that, you know, with their big church name on it. Or with their church name on it, the church plant name on it. So there's more and more people that see the church and wonder, you know, hey, what's going on? Here's the second reason. Godly principle. Biblical principle. Okay? That's the second reason. Because... There is a biblical principle that big if serve events like that with the hashtags and with you know pictures and all that kind of stuff, attention-grabbing, quote-unquote, missional events. There's a big biblical reason why it's wrong. And I'll just say, they're wrong. And here's why. Matthew 6, okay? Matthew 6, or what Jesus says, Beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them, for then you will have no reward from your Father who is in heaven. Thus, when you give to the needy, sound no trumpet before you. Put no hashtag on it. Do not take a picture of it. Do not all wear the same shirts that bring attention to it. Okay, clearly, I added, but trumpet can be a metaphor for a lot of different things. Trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues or in the streets, that they may be praised by others. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your giving may be in secret, and your Father, who sees in secret, will reward you. Wow. We often think of that passage in terms of individualism. But let me just ask you a question. If you saw an individual going out and serving people, and every time that individual served people, they took a picture of themselves, you know, they had their selfie stick on hand, and they took the picture, snapped it, put the filter right, after spending, of course, 30 minutes at the local coffee shop, getting the picture just right. And what if you saw that young man or woman, older man or woman, take a picture and then put it on Facebook and say, serve an old lady today or help serve the community today. And every time they did something, they 
they put it out there for the public to see. Well, individually, here's what we would do. We would come to them and we'd open the Bible and say, hey, listen, this is not right. This is not humble. And what you're doing, you're doing it for the praise of others. It's clear. You want a pat on the back, a handshake, recognition, and it's not godly. But when we do that institutionally, when we go as an institution and do that, we call it a missional day, or we call it good PR, or we call it just good attention. We say, well, it's for the kingdom of God, and really what this, what's happening is that you know, we want to turn people's attention to Jesus. No, that's not true. The church wants attention. That's the deal. The church wants the attention. And so when I see these serve events, and I told my elder friend, and, and this is just representative of churches everywhere that do this kind of do this kind of thing. We have brothers and sisters that do this, and they are brothers and sisters, but there's just a clear violation here. Doing things, missional events, in order to be seen by others is not a good thing. Okay? And when you see something like that happen, in your mind, just think, you've received your reward. You've received your reward. The reward missional events receive like that is praise from people on the internet. And typically it's a lot of Christians, not non-Christians who get their head turned. Ooh, that's neat. It's not non-Christians who are blown away by, because uh, it's certainly certainly not being blown away by our humility, uh, but it's, it's definitely Christians who think, ooh, that's cool. I want to make a difference and impact. It's Christians who look at events like that and think, oh, that's cool. But I think there is a better way. I think there's a better way. So I think that, okay, so let's back up. Number two, biblical principle. I think Matthew 6 applies not just to individuals, but to churches. And churches, you can't just call it missional and go out and serve or whatever and and somehow think that you're avoiding passages like this. If you're doing things to be seen by others, that is a violation of what Jesus is calling about. And the whole point of this is, hey, we want to have missional humility here. We don't want to have missional arrogance where we're, boasting about our name or church name or our deeds or good works or anything like that. The good works can speak for themselves. You don't have to publicize them, okay? So there is a better way. Now, back to this. I think mission with church plants and churches needs to be unmeasurable. Another reason why churches like big missional events is because you can put numbers and dollar signs to it. You can measure, are we doing more this year than we did last year? And as church plants, you're going to want as many measurable things as you can because on the first three years or five years, you're, you're definitely going to want to be able to say, you know, like, have we made progress? Have we seen progress? And there's a pull to do that. I get it. But I think a better way to have healthy, godly, long, like, long-term, sustainable mission is to make it unmeasurable. What do I mean? Well, I think week in, week out, we are to equip our people for the work of ministry, Ephesians 4, and send them out as missionaries into the world and trust, just trust, they don't have to report it back to you. They don't have to report it back to the church and they don't have to put it on the internet. Trust that your people are being equipped to help serve their neighbors, their friends, and the poor among them. Trust that they're picking up hitchhikers. Trust that they're taking people to get groceries. Trust that they're helping their neighbor who is in need. Trust that they're mowing their yard. Trust that God is doing a work in them and that the church institutionally doesn't have to organize something for them to finally get off their butt and do something. Trust that the Holy Spirit is working in the people of God to make an impact that doesn't have to be reported. My goodness, what if we actually had missional humility? Thank you for listening. For more information, please visit theshepherdscrook.co. For care and counsel, please call, text, or email to set up a session. 
You can follow The Shepherd's Crook on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And please consider sharing this episode and leaving a review on iTunes or whatever other podcast platform you use. And let me encourage you to remember Jesus Christ.